0: fight
1: going on? Nope, just got over. It just got over? Ten rounds.
0: Ten rounds. Who won?
1: Actually, you won tonight, so is that the fight you were talking about?
0: No, no. (laughs) Seriously, has the fight gone on yet?
1: It's over ten rounds. Who won? Floyd.
0: Of course he did.
1: Of course he did. I mean,
0: obviously, right? Damn it.
1: So we have a saying in the newspaper business, uh, you don't bury the lead. The lead says you won the race. The second part says it was interesting how it happened. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, it was a great night. You know, I think we had, first off, an awesome crowd. Um, You know, it was was amazing, actually, what, what was out here tonight. You know, I felt like the energy... For this event, it really spurred everyone on. You should have seen all the drivers. I I felt like everyone was a little extra nervous tonight just because of the energy in this place. So, uh, you know, a lot of that's down to St. Louis and, you know, all the promoters here at, at Gateway. And everything that the track, uh, the sponsors at the track have done to try and get people out here and and come back to this race. It's, you know, it's fun to see it back here. I I remember watching this race when I was younger and, you know, they stopped coming here. I think it was 2003 was the last race. So it's fun to, to have it back in 2017 and see it so well supported for the first year. Um, so yeah, you know, it was a great night to, to go racing. And I felt like we had a good car, you know, we had four good cars, I would say at team Penske. And, you know, happy we were able to get the win on the two car side because I, I felt like, you know, we had the car to beat and um, I didn't want us to be nine tonight for sure.
1: Simon came here. He wasn't very pleased. Um, talk about going into turn one and you obviously had a good car. You saw an opening and you went for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Simon gave me a lane to work with. So, um, you know, I, I had a good toe on him and put my car in, inside and in the, the opening and, you know, got about halfway alongside of him. And, you know, one thing I didn't want to do was was touch him too hard, but you know, I think if I would have stayed too far left, I would have jumped the curb, and that would have taken both of us out. So I tried to move over a little bit, or or get Simon to move over a little once we were getting into the opening of the corner, and uh, you know we both had to slow up, and fortunately, um, you know worked out really well for us on the two car side, and you know Pagino, he didn't he didn't get up into the wall or anything like that, so I would say it worked out
1: okay for him too. Okay, questions. I've got one mic, so I've got to work the room. Um. Simon, if I calculated correctly, 2.5 or 2.6, you made your last pit stop. How was the fuel consumption? You had reserves to keep uh, Dixon under control?
0: Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, I think we had plenty of fuel. You know, I mean, the only point where the gap kind of grew with the lead was Elio there. He pitted a little sooner when he was in the lead, but I, I think he was burning more fuel and, and on a different strategy. You know, we were saving fuel um, at that point. But as far as at the end, yeah, we had we had no problem with fuel, not at all. Tony, uh, Joseph, what would you can attribute the uh, issues with the track at the start and kind of the odd you know delay to get the race going? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think that I haven't seen the Tony deal. I heard about it. Um, you know, I mean, I it felt slippery in the beginning. I got to think that's down to some of the the Mazda Indy rubber that's laid down from the Junior Series. I think that that attributed to the track being slick to start. And I don't know if that's what caught out Will, too, but it seemed like he got loose on the bottom as well. Um, So I I just got to think the track was a little loose from the the junior rubber. And then it seemed to work itself in. And then the balance was shifting all night as the track cooled off. It seemed to, to get more neutral
1: as the night went on. I believe this is five straight Penske wins. And you've taken firm grasp of the championship with two to go. Yeah, I don't know. You know, if
0: it's I don't know if it's firm. It's never firm with Sonoma with <laughs> the amount of points you got there. So it's going to be difficult. I think we're going to you know, regardless of how Watkins Glen goes, I think it's going to come down to Sonoma and who does the best job there. Um, that's just the way this championship works with the way the format is right now. Um, but we certainly have a, a good position. You know, I, I would say for us, we feel good about our position, and you know, you really can't not feel good about it. I think we have a good lead. Um, we're in the lead. And, and that's always better, in my opinion, than chasing. So we've got to make sure we look after everything in, in Watkins Glen, and then we really got to prioritize Sonoma and have a, have a phenomenal race there. Bruce? Elio's spotter said the nature of this track leads to not an
1: act of desperation, but that's the only chance you really had to make the pass.
0: Is that how you saw it? Are you speaking of the legendary Rick Mears? That's, uh, if no one knows, that's Elio's spotter. Um, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't really talk to Rick much about it before the race. Um, you know, just cause the weekend was so, such a tight schedule, but for sure, you know, if you looked at practice last night, it, there was no clearing people here. You're not going to pass them and clear them before the corner. You know, you're going to get halfway, three quarters alongside someone and that's how you're going to pass them. And, uh, you know, for me, that's, I think what allowed the pass to happen was Simon left me a lane and. I took the lane and you know that's about as far as I was going to get up on him and we ran hard into the corner and then you know we had to check up and and both got through there yeah we did I actually did see a replay and we did touch I think I I moved over on him one time um but that was right as the corner was closing and I didn't want to jump the curb because if I would have stayed full left I think I would have jumped the curb and I was kind of hoping he'd open the door a little bit more once I was alongside of him and he just he didn't open it any further and you know, I feel like if I didn't move him just a touch, uh, if I jumped the curve, we both would have been in the wall. So, you know, if anything, I think that was a good thing. Did you learn that from Brad or Joey? <laughs> I don't know where. I got, I, it was kind of just in the moment. I honestly thought Simon was going was gonna to lift and move over once I was there, and he didn't. So then it was a matter of trying to sort it out when we were getting in the corner.
1: I only remember two other trying moments in the race. One, Elio got you on a pit <laughs> stop uh for the lead the other one i think you and kanan had a little dicing going on was maybe on the back stretch do you remember that uh not with not with kanan no um i don't remember that i okay.
0: definitely i think the key ones were will at the start you know how we raced into turn one pit stops were a big deal you know our box was a little bit tight tonight and uh, i think we had a, i had a lot of wheel spin for sure so i probably didn't help our case trying to have fast stops um so those were always kind of an issue for us and then uh you know if anything it was just managing lap traffic you know i feel like when elio was behind me trying to get past chilton and marco and some of the other guys at times was was kind of a deciding moment was you know if we're not going to be good in traffic then we're not going to be able to keep elio behind
1: us yeah you also did a three wide to start there to start on the parade lap that'd be pretty cool
0: <laughs> yeah it was really cool i kind of i felt like i heard the crowd you know reacting to it to be honest from inside the car when we were going by and i obviously that's a a tribute to to what we do at Indianapolis uh, during the month of May for the for the 500. So, you know, I think it was cool that track wanted to do that. You know, this is obviously a very close market to Indianapolis, and I feel like we had a lot of Indianapolis fans out here. Um, so it was fun to do that and and you know kind of show our roots from the Indy 500 and you know sp- uh, spread the love a little bit here in Gateway too.
1: Do you think the finish saved the show? Because before that, it was looking like a Penske parade.
0: Well, you know, I think people like seeing. Passes for the lead, especially when it comes down to the end of the race. So I got to think they enjoyed that. You know, I don't know the rest of the race. I didn't see it from, you know, I didn't I didn't see it from inside the car. So uh, I hope it was a good show. You know, there was some fuel savings going on, which never helps. But um, I felt like we were able to pass somewhat and get by lap traffic. So I I hope that that put on somewhat of a show for people. Simon was saying before when he was asked about that move that he said he lost trust in in, in his teammate there, and he was unfortunate about that but he said he lost trust and respect so i was wondering how do you approach him when you're gonna see him next just because he is frustrated obviously i'll approach him the same you know i mean he knows we're racing he knows we're gonna race in the future we're gonna race for many years so this isn't the first time we'll battle i'm sure um you know hopefully he knows next time it's getting a little tight in the corner It'd give me a little more room uh, but uh you know, it's, I think he's a, he's one of the world class drivers that you race against. So that's what made that work. You know, you can, I can trust him, you know, to not lose the race car and uh, to hold his own into the corner. And that's really what made the move work. You know, any other guy, you know, he might not have had the ability to make it work. And, and Simon has, you know, that and even more. So he's one of the best drivers in the world to, to go head to head with, what did Rogers think of something like that? I know he likes when you guys kind of get after each other, compete. I think he said the last forty laps, he just let you guys kind of go. What did he think? For sure, you know, I mean, Roger, that's the the, that's the great thing about Team Penske, they let us race. You know, they they want to make sure that we secure a victory for the team with one of the cars, and uh, I think he's happy that we were able to win a race, win the win the race tonight with one of our cars. You know, if it's not me, it needs to be Simon, it needs to be Elliot or Will. Um, So he was just happy that we had a team victory tonight. And, you know, certainly Simon and Elio were not far behind. They were just a couple spots behind. So I think it was a good day for points for for all of us. And, I mean, he seemed pretty happy. Um, Joseph, in that situation where you did pass Simon, you have this long straightaway. Do you think he knew you were coming? I mean, can you actually see that? Because it seems like it happened so fast that the spotter can't really – Tell him. Maybe maybe he can. But I'm just wondering if maybe he wasn't expecting it. I I think if you look at his car positioning, he was definitely expecting it. You know, I'd be surprised if, <laughs> if he was putting his car there with not expecting me. So, yeah, I mean, he for sure saw me and was expecting it. He knew I was having runs at him lap after lap and, and setting it up. So he was prepared for it. And, um, you know, if anything, I was surprised that he left me a lane. You know, if he, you leave me a lane, I'm going to take it. And uh, especially in that situation where – you know, we were leading most of the laps and we were in position to win the race, and we lose out on a pit stop exchange. He's got to know I'm going to try and get back by him because um, that's not the way we want to w- lose the race. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I, for sure. I, I'm sure he knew I was coming. Going back to the start of the race, uh, you drove it in pretty deep on the high lane there. Were you trying to set the tone and try to get the lead early on? Uh, was that premeditated at all? Uh, I felt like I was actually in a better position. You know, Will was kind of pinched down to the bottom. And so I left him the bottom lane, and I took the second lane. And generally on the start, I feel like you can do that. You have more of an advantage to take the second lane at the start. Deeper into the race, when marbles build, even when they sweep, it's it's a lot dirtier and difficult to do. So I just tried to stay on the second lane and, you know, keep as much throttle as I could, and it seemed to be enough to, to clear him. So that I don't know if it was premeditated, but it is, sort of just was my strategy.
1: Thanks a lot, Joe. Yep. we will see you next week. In Great. Wodcast Thank you, guys. Glenn.